practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Okay. Screlly found a home. On Fox News, apparently. Screlly home for lost boys. <laughs> I love it. It's like just a collection of supervillains and like, like hot blonde chicks. The Screlly home for no, like Fox News. I didn't know. I didn't know that that scumbag that raised that AIDS medicine up hundreds of dollars, like now has a job on Fox News. But of course, of course he does. That's like, um, that's just that plain insight. Fuck all of you. We know what we're doing. It's like fucking wrestling. It's like they're like he's the biggest bag of shit. And we need him so people can hate him and or love him. Yeah, it's like um, just to get people like, like, like John Stewart riled up. I don't like, know if he has a real job on on the show, but he's everywhere on all on commenting all on swindling. Let's go to Scarelli on with the vitamin report. Here I am down at the orphanage, which I'm foreclosing on. <laughs> I'm going to sell these children to China. Oh, I'm trying to get my. I'm going double cans here. I'm trying to get my headphones working. Ooh, behind the scenes. Did you Can get you the wrong me? ones? I had the, these are the whip cracky with the whippy tails. These are the bad ones. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Now I, now I, I'm inside. You're, you're stuck. Such a fucking toilet. Am I better? Mr. Toilet just <laughs> put is headphones the look. over this his is, headphones. This is the look. Now. You're like one of those beach bums that wears his sunglasses backwards. I fucking hate those guys. <laughs> Scarelli an, does that. And another pair on top of their heads. <laughs> or like golfers do that. You're, you're golfing the, with sunglasses. That's the on. best that absent-minded douchebag. He's got one pair on backwards because that's cool. Yeah. And then he forgot about the other pair on the top of his head. <laughs> Oakleys, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oakley blades. Fucking Oakleys. I remember... Oakleys were, I guess they're always cool, but something, there's always these, in, when you grow up in small towns or maybe suburbs are the same way, but at least where we grew up in Watertown, we would get these trends that people would just jump on hard, like oh, fashion like, trends. Yeah, like Probably pure. got them late, but like it, it was so integral to your oh, yeah, survival was- that you had a poncho, like a woven right. Mexican with, poncho. With, with such like fervor. Like it wasn't like, oh, that's kind of a trend somewhere oh, that's, else. That's it's cool. like, I need it. I need one of those Bolivian ponchos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you didn't have it, you were, uh, you were outcast for like the whole year. And Oakley's was one. And uh-huh. no fucking way was, was Hans Freiwald getting a pair of Oakley's. Oh, God. Those were so... Not genuines. No, not even. Fakes were too much. That, that the fakes. Who yeah. do you think we are, Kennedy? The Blokeleys? Yeah. Those were no, no, no. <laughs> not even. Not even the appearance of of um, of uh, some sort of not wealth, no gas station Oakleys. No, no, no. I got because you couldn't get your dark chocolate or your chocolate <laughs> drink. If no you chocolate drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you get a f- pair of fake Blokeleys, that's one less chocolate drink for <laughs> Mama Bear. Um, no, my dad worked at a sporting goods place. And they so likely were the like exclusive Oakley place in town, and they it was like insane. Nice, and you couldn't even have one. I didn't want any. I have no oh. business. Something that <laughs> like disposable like shouldn't cost that much money. That's like having a five thousand dollar umbrella. That's gonna get left somewhere. Like you're just gonna be like, oh my, where to go? Like it's glasses. They're it makes sunglasses. You nervous to wear it to own it. Unless you wear them all the time, but then you look like a really yeah. fucking nerdy, douchey Terminator because you're like, I can't take my sunglasses off. 
in this establishment because they're five hundred dollars a piece. He had Oakleys, right? Terminator two and one. The Terminator. Oh, they made Shorts. Been the roundy Oakleys. They weren't the like the jet stolen from that blades. greasy biker. They see yeah. Bob Dylan's drummer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't bring them back from the future. Oh, that would oh. be the best. That's where I was future going Oakleys? with that. Is that because I couldn't? They're like you know, Google glasses. Um, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Because I couldn't have Oakleys. I lived in a dream world <laughs> where, you know, Oakley, I was waving to Oakley's on the street like, hey, Mr. Frywald, <laughs> hey, Oakley's just lived in that like fantasy world. And I was like, someday I will have not only Oakley's, but I'll have Oakley contact lenses. So like Oakley <laughs> blade. Just, oh, <laughs> yeah. On your eye. Yeah. I just wanted them so bad. Or I was like, because I couldn't have like Nikes, obviously were real. like, I feel like we grew up. Right when like Air Jordans like hit, when shoes yeah. decided to become fucking crazy. Yeah. Now they're crazy too. Like shoes are like a pair of Jordans are, like two hundred dollars, but because of inflation and stuff too. Like I, I feel like a pair of Jordans is like fifty bucks when they they hit. That was fuck. That might as well have been a five thousand dollar umbrella. No, they were still like a hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars no, even in the nineties. No way I was getting that. So fuck again, no. I lived in a world of shoes and want and. I'm unhappy with my life, so like, I was like, I'm gonna have a pair of Air Jordans. They're gonna be the Terminator is gonna bring them back from the future, and the future Jordans. The air pocket. The air pocket is going to be. um, The window is gonna be made from Oakley lenses. Like I went deep, 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 deep into this world. Just picture you. On your floor in your bedroom, just rolling around in ads of things you <laughs> yeah. wanted. Like, oh, for, yeah, really, for like sure. Like the girl in American Beauty, but you're just like, mine, yeah. mine. Yeah, real, just scummy material. <laughs> like, yeah, just, what would you call that? Material wants. Material. Real empty, yeah. real empty shell I am, was, <laughs> is, you know. Just, uh, uh, you know, a sad boy rolling around and, like, got to have my... <laughs> the one thing I did get is the one thing... <laughs> Because the, one of the trends when I was in fifth grade was guest jeans was, was real big. Oh, yeah. So were. I got a pair of buns hugging just tight jet black guest jeans for my birthday. <laughs> and I wore them every day for the next <laughs> two years. You know what that does to a person's mind? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're sitting across from it. Uh, it's so funny. Because <laughs> it's the same kind of thing. Um, like an hour and a half away from where Hans and I grew up is the main metropolitan area in eastern South Dakota. So periodically, like, my mom had to go. She'd go shopping, and she'd shop at, like, Marshall's or TJ Maxx. Talking about Sioux Falls? Sioux Falls, okay. yeah. Uh, which is, like, a second-hand store where they send stuff that used to be expensive. <laughs> <laughs> or that should have never been made to begin right, with. Right, yeah. So she'd come back periodically, and I just remember there were a few times she was like, Look what I got you! It's Fat Albert. <laughs> and it's this giant, like, Biggie Smalls boo-boo shirt, like, bedazzled. And she's like, and look at this one. And it was a Black Panther t-shirt. Same thing, made by FUBU. But again, sequins. And I was like, thank you so much. She's like... <laughs> and she's like, are you going to wear it? And I was like, um... Do you know what FUBU stands for, Mom? She's like, no, it's Fat Albert. And I was like, uh, it's, it's uh, for us, by us. Is that real? What it means? That's, that's yeah. what I heard. Yes, oh. that's true. And us means black, black, black people? Yeah. No, us. All of us. <laughs> Podcasters? <laughs> Narrow-mindedness here? 
No, but I figured... The royal we, us. The us, everyone. Youth. Youth, yes, young people. <laughs> oh, man, so it's is that an LL Cool J? It's LL Cools? Rules? Ten I don't know anything rules? about it other than I look like a nerdy Biggie Smalls with a blonde <laughs> mullet for a while. Oh, but you were... That was... I, there Biggs. was There was a crew of... Of of kids of us that of us. and by that I mean like wanna be you know wanna be gangsters that oh, and those accepted you real quick. Casey, we hardly We're, knew ye. <laughs> We're crypty kingies. <laughs> oh yeah, there's nothing beats like the and again like it's just those kids hold a window up to younger myself and it's disgusting. But you can also, if you, I would, I'd like to hold a window. Did I say window or mirror? A window, so I can look, jump out of it, so I can look through this window and judge these kids that I'm talking about, <laughs> which are myself. like, were like the want they really legitimately wanted to be or claimed to be Latin like those kings. Those are the kids or, who were like, you want to see a knife? Yeah, and you're like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna stay in algebra class. I guess it's like anybody they they wanted to be a part of something, so they wanted to be gang members. The problem was, yeah. we were in. Southeastern South Dakota, where there's no need for gang members. No. So, you know, you just latch on to these things that don't really fit. Like, I. But it was as arbitrary. It's like a funny thing if you look, like, how the Crips and the Bloods are red and blue. Mm-hmm. In our part, like, in South Dakota, it literally came down to the same arbitrary thing. It was like. These kids wear red, right? And these kids wear plaid shirts. Like that's a game. What was the, what was the, the split? The, that was the split. What were like, what were these kids? What were those kids? These kids had kids. ratty mustaches, and these kids were trying to grow ratty mustaches. These are nerdy white kids with red who wore red all the time, and these were nerdy white kids who were wearing like plaid. Okay, so the split was arbitrary. Again, it was oh, like yeah, yeah, Crips yeah. and Bloods. It's like there's it, it's it's funny how they kind of I mean there's ideology behind Crips and Bloods and like. Goes, goes back. I'm not shitting on that culture. I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's just that no, easy. You can, you it's can like shit on the Crips and Bloods. But that arbitrary <laughs> line. You, you can shit on the Crips and <laughs> Not me. For us, by us. Rep it. Rep it. <laughs> rep, rep, rep. Midwest Rebels. Uh, yeah, the arbitrary line dissipated because they were all just called queers and beat up by the jocks. Anyway. <laughs> no, it really did. There was a, a hierarchy involved, and these gangs didn't scare anybody because yeah. they just would fight each other. And it literally was like one side looked like the B side of a Nirvana fucking album. They just looked like dirty grunge kids. And the other kids were just the trailer park kids. So they had like the buzz. They all looked like Eminem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the jocks just. It's like one of those ancient war movies where they run in and clash and they're fighting. And then the jocks just rolled in the middle and beat the shit out of everybody. Yeah, that, that's like the end of like Lord of the Rings, right? Where the the, the factions are fighting. Or and then the, the ghost beginning. pirates come and yeah. shit. They're wearing yeah. football outfits. Yeah, exactly. They just kill everybody. I remember there was some story, and it's not true at all. But like the story was, uh, maybe you heard this urban urban water to Kai legend. Uh, for those that don't get it, that's uh, our homecoming where we grew up was just this um, really racially insensitive gathering where we they just made up this fake uh, Native like American a- history and dressed all these young white kids up in really like in war paint and feathers. Oh, it, you <laughs> it, to hear the origin? It was like written by like a local uh, librarian in the fifties, and you're like. Oh, really? In the 50s? 
And it's basically just she took Romeo and Juliet and twisted it and yeah. made these two fake tribes. And, like, they had forbidden love. So instead of a prom king and a prom queen, it's we the had the squaw and, the- <laughs> and Chief Red Red Dawn. <laughs> but she wrote a story? She wrote, a she wrote the mythology of it. Okay. And then they used it for, like, the homecoming. Yeah. So they have this big thing. And they, and they dress like white people dress playing Indians in 50s fucking Cowboys and Indians movies. In the 90s. Like and just even fringy and, like... Yeah. It was just so, like, I was thinking, I don't know why I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it this week, like, because I obviously was never going to be voted into Kai oh, Legend. Yeah, no, my, me either. But I still went to, like, the assemblies and stuff. I guess I was thinking about how weak-willed and, and, and uh, sad boy I am. Like, just can't, don't stand up for what's right, because every time for Kai You're like Dorian Gray. Those jeans faded, and you, <laughs> but you stayed. <laughs> Sad emo boy, jeans <laughs> withered away on your body. Um, because from as for as long as I can remember, at least in high school, w- the same time they would have homecoming, the actual uh, um, American Indians that were there were many of in our community and around would protest, be like, "This is bullshit! Like this is a mockery! Stop it!" And they would protest in the uh, parking lot or throughout the the proceedings. And I'm just like, the fucking gall of our teachers and quote-unquote intellectuals to just walk by them and be like, no, 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 no. It's all in good fun. It's, it's all in good fun. It's just to gall in good fun. And it's so recent. I think they're still doing it. Like, that's no, they so are. crazy that somebody just doesn't speak up and just go, no, we'd switch it. Just make no, no. them king and queen. Every year when it comes, I, I, it, I'm reminded of it because on Facebook, I just will rant. You'll get these posts of people that are. Furious, <laughs> because like another the the Lark, Sioux Falls will do a news story and they're like, "Hey, look at what these guys are still doing up here," <laughs> and they're like, "How dare you? That's just a <laughs> tradition. It's tradition." Oh, people they're get furious so, that people are trying to. Yeah, that they're like, "Can't you see this is how someone could be offended by this? This is for us, by us, white fifties yeah, folks. Exactly for us, by us whites. <laughs> oh, we made this up." librarian and they're like i feel like i always heard i feel like i've said something and they're like no no i mean this sounds like my mother it might be based in legend it wasn't her but like a teacher that's a there's some truth (laughs) it doesn't reach back to like last of the kyrian legend like this isn't they didn't take crazy horse and like (laughs) use it they're just made the kai and the waka pie it's like (laughs) (laughs) and then they burn (laughs) <laughs> they, then they burn an, a they native burn a cross yeah. <laughs> upside down. <laughs> they, they, they burn a big W, and it's called the burning of the W. And I guess that's just because the name W for Wasichu that means white person in Sioux. <laughs> yeah, they burn, they burn the. We burn ourselves in effigy. Oh god! They didn't even know it. How do we get on that? For us, by us. Oh, crusty white gangster kids. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, I go through my when those faded guest jeans faded more when then i put on a pair again another trendy trend was um not herbergers is a brand of jeans hillfigure tommy hillfigure made a jean and they oh, only tommy s- hillfigure had a good chunk of time there for a while <laughs> yeah in watertown they were big but it was the generic marshally style tommy hillfigure like not like tommy hillfigure is an actual designer that makes suits johnny mountain fist what is that 
<laughs> Tommy generic Hilfiger. Tommy Hilfiger. Johnny Mountain Fist. Hilfiger. Oh, I said Tommy, thinking finger. Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> mound. Trigger. Mound. Jimmy Hill Trigger. Um, uh, <laughs> mountain Rigger. Dr- drone Rigger. Data Steel Drone Rigger. That's a Shadowrun reference to become later. Um, so, but it wasn't. They just, Tommy Hilfiger decided, like, he saw a rube, probably me, and said, I think I can pump jeans to these rubes. And made oh, one cookie-cutter pair of jeans with a, a, a hammer handle on them. You know what I'm talking about, oh, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. You know what For I mean? For people who have never picked up a no. hammer. Ever. So, jeans... Like they were- or con- carpenters. Yeah, yeah, carpenter handle or whatever hammer handle. No self-respecting carpenter is up there on his Tommy, <laughs> Tommy fingers. Like anybody notice? So I traded in my skin-tight guest jeans for a pair of Tommy Hill figures that I could swim in now. I just they were so big and baggy and sad. So I just wore these baggy jeans. I wanted to fit in with the the fat. The fake gangs. The fat whites? The fat whites. <laughs> for us, by us, fat whites. But they wouldn't take me. So I had the baggies. But um, I don't remember. Just Yeah, just the shitty trends we were growing up with. It was starter jackets for us in the Northwest. We know. Yeah. Sure. Everyone, including, you know, everyone looks horrible in these big puffy jackets. Who sure. was your team, Henning? <laughs> Or do you just go generics? Just starter with. You didn't have a I'm starter like Casey, jacket? I'm like Casey. I was above all that shit. You guys, I had a Chicago Blackhawks jacket <laughs> with the big Indian on the back, Native American on the back. And the thing was, we didn't have money for a starter jacket because, again, they were 100 no. bucks. Yeah. Or you could get the Windbreaker thin ones as your starter jacket. Oh, God, yeah. Which were like Cheaper. 60 bucks. So I just had this thin windbreakery starter jacket that aided as my winter coat. Because we didn't have, I didn't have money for both, so I just had this racist thin starter just jacket and my Oakley Dreams <laughs> and my skin tight guest jeans. I wasn't above any of it. You were in. Nothing. You I were was in. Just give if me they, a trend. If they and can I cobble will... together a Frankenstein's <laughs> man of all the trends, you were like, I have it all. I must have it. I must accept me. Yeah, just no self confidence. Did you have your like whatsoever. Jedi braid? Your little Jedi. Padawan braid? No, but for a while there was a cool ball cap. This was only a trend for like three months. It was a cool ball cap that you tightened oh, via God, a yes. braid on the end. Yes. Oh. So I had my Miami Hurricanes trend. <laughs> <laughs> my Miami Hur- that was like a trendy football team for us fat whites in the Midwest because they were they, they won. That was that the fucking coked mm. out like yeah. yep. Jimmy Johnson mm-hmm. the U like Jimmy Johnson was a part of that. Yeah. He basically took half that team and went to the Cowboys, and then you oh, got a Cowboys jacket. <laughs> I didn't go Cowboys. I went 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, there was a crusty old cap. Like, it was like a, a, yeah. a ball cap, but you tightened it via this long rat tail braid it was on like, the end. It was like the you remember these? tubes from, like, a fucking wetsuit, wasn't it? With a little, like... I, I feel like it was, like, a cottony braid. It was real nasty. Real nappy. I feel like where we lived in South Dakota was probably second choice for where they would send the like the loser <laughs> shirts they make for the first, loser of the Super Bowl. First, or the, Somalia. First Somalia and then Watertown, <laughs> South Dakota. Because yes. they would have worn fucking anything. Oh, for sure. Shit, and I, I didn't know the Bills won. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was really... It's a parallel universe. It, there's real factions of where... And I'm not 
obviously I, I love where I grew up because it it's it seasoned me as a as a, if you want to call me a man. <laughs> uh, it's like but Twin Peaks, but I, with you, the Fargo. I accent. was gonna say if you've ever seen the movie Gummo, <laughs> go see it. And then scratch out gummo on your VHS tape and write Watertown. But Hanzo. <laughs> Hanzo. Dr. Toilet's gummo. Yeah, Hanzo. Hanzo going gonzo for gummo as Dr. Toilet. I was thinking, I was thinking about gummo uh, since last podcast about, and we were talking about white exploitation. Funkenstein. <laughs> Funkenstein. Dr. Funkenstein presents gummo. Yeah. That is, gummo is the best example I can think of an, of an actual white exploitation film. They go to oh. this town, Xenia. Ohio, mm-hmm. and they just choose out the weirdos, the the the, the poorest. That white kid got white get him on camera. Because they these were, I think they were in town actors, right? So, uh, one just went kid to wasn't. One's a skateboarder named Mark Gonzalez. One is a is a, a, a little person that's an actor. Harmony Corrin's in it. He's the writer director. I don't know what kind of writer cred you and get. Uh, uh, um. Fucking not. Uh, oh, Chloe uh, Sevigny. Chloe Sevigny. Yeah. And oh, the, the very the strange. She's in love with that nerdy, the tennis player. Oh, it's oh, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that, that same, spot. they cut from tennis player to oh, uh, a mentally disabled woman. This movie makes yeah. my skin crawl. Oh, I yeah. love it. But it gives me like a Ricky Gervais level of uncomfortable. Uh, uh, oh, Michael yeah. Michael Brent, what's his name? David Brent. David yeah, Brent man. level of uncomfort, discomfort. I, I watching have the exact it. same reaction to it. Every anytime I want to feel horrible and yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, dirty God, at the yeah. end of it. Because that tennis player who's great and funny and you can laugh at it, it cuts right to this it's mentally the only challenged of woman in it. You're like, who, oh my God, this is hilarious. And then as you said, cuts to the mentally cut. challenged woman looking at herself in the mirror, shaving her own eyebrow, singing, yes, Jesus loves me. And she's like, this is my little baby. This is my little baby. <laughs> there's that, there's is that a, little kid lifting... The tape silverware the tape as weights. <laughs> that is an actor. That by is the okay. Way. Thank That's God. an actor. He's the only one. Him and I feel like his mother's like kind of this washed-up actress. Oh yeah. Was she on Facts of Life? That yeah. She looks looks like looks that. Looks like Natalie? Familiar. Uh, also, he made a movie, Harmony Corrin. If you want to feel uncomfortable, again, uh, <laughs> he made a movie called Julian Donkey Boy. Mm. After that, and one of the main characters is played by. Um, I can't do an impression of him. Uh, Werner Herzog. And Werner Herzog plays this codeine oh, addict, cough syrup addict. Oh, God. And he just stays in his room and, like, yells at his family from his room as he drinks cough syrup out of, like, as he drinking an some old tuxedo shoe. <laughs> drinking some sizz rip. Oh, God. And there's, like, this great scene where, like, let's – it's just Harmony Korn's, like – he's so wild, man. But, like, he's, like – he gets a writing cred, but – for kids, he has a writing credit. That has a narrative, a script. Gummo, sure. You, you, you get writing credits for documentaries. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, you need writers for everything. But Julian Donkey Boy is like, I want a, um, like an AA scene or a recovery scene. Get me the weirdest possible people you can get and put them in a room. Oh, yeah. And one of those guys, one of the weird people. Nah, I was going to. There's this albino guy that I go to the same gym with that was in it. And I wanted to say something. Like, hey, you're in the same gym. You're the freak from that freaky movie. He's actually, you guys probably know him. He's a comedian, but he's also, um, he's like, he's an African-American albino. He's a black albino guy. 
Oh, yes. Oh, you know what I'm talking talk- about? Yes, yes. Yeah. I've seen, really nice see guy. Him when I, I worked in Chelsea, I'd see I know him walking around. You know his name? Were you hiding his name? Victor Vornado, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's it, yeah. I was hiding his name. <laughs> he was at the gym in the same way I think you saw Jim Gaffigan. Yes. I saw him at the gym, but he was wearing... <laughs> Again, not to oversell tuxedo shoes. He was wearing dress shoes, black socks, dress pants, cut like cut poorly with scissors, <laughs> and you know, like an undershirt. I was like, this guy, this guy's getting ready for a role. Like, no, I've seen him. He gets a lot of like work in TVs. In did the TVs. Sneeze, did Henning sneeze far enough off mic? It was a little hot because I'm me. throwing him. Yeah, what? a little spicy, Henning. Ooh. I was so careful. No, I that was I forgot about. Yeah, <clears throat> used to go to the Chinatown YMCA, which just makes it funnier. <laughs> So I was at Chinatown YMCA, and it was like a Saturday, just working out. And then, you know, you see the little the little gym tour guide go through and, like, show people around. And I, like, did a double take. I was like, wow, that guy looks a lot like Jim Gaffigan. And it's not a big area. There's a pool, and there's a workout area, and that's kind of it. So mm-hmm. he's just giving him the grand tour, which is like walking into a studio apartment and going, well, here we go. That's it. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, sorry. You were in the Y, and the guy at the Y was giving Gaffigan the tour? Yeah. So literally, Jim Gaffigan, who kind of reminded me of the comedian, they're both so awesome, who's a great comedian who doesn't get enough credit, he, he plays clean, like Gaffigan? Oh, um, Brian, um, yes. Fuck. Can't think of his name, but he's, Brian, yeah. he's so good. Brian, he, he always clean. does that voice like this. Uh, we'll figure it out later. Well, he does Put a it whole in the notes. He does a whole bit. Yeah, that was a nice oh, long yeah, yeah. pause for to think of a fucking name that I can't think of. This comedian, uh, for whatever reason, the two kind of look alike. They remind me of each other. But this comedian they play does a and bit. Do goofy bits. He yeah, does a bit about stuff. getting introduced uh-huh. to a gym and walking around. So you saw Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. Too. So he gave him the huh. tour, and Jim Gaffigan was dressed to work out. So the guy leaves. <laughs> And I stopped working out, and I just watched him because it was as if he was in a movie. Like, it was like a clip from his show, the way he just aloofly, like, he'd go to, he just, like, sort of, like, tap the buttons on the treadmill, <laughs> watch it go, see it's working. step on, <laughs> do three, and he'd be like, nah. just get fed up with it, go to, like, the Stairmaster and, like, Fuck with it before getting on it. Not quite get on it and be like, ah, this is too confusing. Let's just walk around. Pick up a little weight and like pump a couple. I was like, this is the best thing in the world. Because he clearly didn't want to work out. So he just kind of like a little kid just walked around and like watched TV on the treadmill while not going on the treadmill. I mean, I guess he's like anyone else. Like he's there because somebody in his life was like, yeah, go check out the gym. And he's like, fuck. All right. At least I can say I went and you just fuck around. You don't no, actually totally. have to work out. No, it was just out. hilarious watching him. Brian Regan. Brian Regan. Yep. Ooh, big reveal. The name. <sighs> He's here. He's in the bathroom. For Regan by Regan. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Um, so what's going on? Oh, I got some shit to oh. talk about. Remember uh, in an episode, in the last episode... Uh, I was telling that wig story about Greg Stone. Yes. Uh, to get Greg Stone on the podcast, so he will, you know, uh. post his podcast because he has his own <laughs> fucking podcast, Rad Dudecast. <laughs> well, it, by proxy, Rad Dudecast is now on on call. On call. 
We call the, them out. We got beef. On note. We they're beefing? on beef. They're on notice, Red On Dude notice. Okay. Thank you. Because I posted a picture of the Who Farted Gas Mask, which tr- TM trademarked. Greg Stone jumped on that. That sh- he doesn't fucking. Re- He's all about himself on the FB. He doesn't respond to anybody. As soon as he sees that mask, I, I think the post just said, "That's mine." <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. I was gonna let him have a taste on that gravy train because we were talking about it. But that it's teat over. is cut off. Cut the who farted off. teat. His the idea is his or that image is his. He's claiming. He's claiming. He was there idea. when we came up with it. Yeah. So he's on blast. As it works on in normal blast. business, there's someone who comes up with it, and then the dickhead who goes, "We should sell it," claims it as his own. Because <laughs> yeah. that's all he said when we were there. Shkreli. He's like, "We should sell it." Shkreli does. Shkreli. You should go back on Fox News. Fuck that shit. Yep. So Greg Stone is worse than. Shkreli. How many minutes are we in? So remind. Twenty-eight minutes. I'm gonna send this, and I'm gonna just isolate I, it. And send you listen to this to Stone. You better be pretty boy Stone. And then he said he's going to get a lawyer. Fucking Scarelli <laughs> pussy. I said, we sex boys handle this shit in the streets. Keep it in-house. In-house. So, so he's, on, he's on call. We went down the rabbit hole. On I forget what we were looking for on one day. We were just Burned went down the rabbit hole of gangs from New York oh, and so good. the names of gangs. Mm. So we found all these really hilarious ones. And the best one, it was from the late, late 60s, 70s. I believe oh, yeah. it was... In like the was in like Harlem or Spanish Harlem, Washington Heights. Washington Heights. It was this gang called the Sex Boys, and they meant goddamn business in those denim vests. <laughs> and that's how in, we could find out. The, so we were like, "Wait, wait, wait!" In the nineteen seventies, nineteen seventies. Yeah, okay, you're so, talking about so gangs, gangs of New York. Then you contemporary gangs. There's still gangs in the seventies of New York, Henny. Okay, like so uh, not just warriors, the 1800s. warriors, warriors type gangs. Yeah, <laughs> Sex Boys. I forget. Henning's on notice. Kind of. Call me out. Dead rabbits? Dead Go sex on. boys? <laughs> I was going to... Yeah, yeah, he is calling you out. That's a shame, Henning. But... I um, <laughs> wanted to make it clear yeah. for our audience. No, but we found this gang called the Sex Boys. And I know somebody that's not getting initiated no in the way. Sex Boys. Not for a... No. Put that comb back in your pocket. Oh. No pomade for you, buddy. <laughs> that sex comb. It's just a comb. Nothing but guest, like no guest jeans. No, no guest jeans for you, Henning. <laughs> sex Boys and their guest jeans and their dick combs. I can only so imagine them. It's just those... The, like, what is those nice switchblade dildo? <laughs> <laughs> so in the 70s, they're already reaching back to the 50s. That's what research. I'm thinking. Like, I picture them as, like, as you, when we talked about in the Civil War, the Joabs. Oh, yeah. Like, they are, <laughs> yeah. like... Admirers we settle of. our shit through fucking love and seduction. Like <laughs> those guys looked good. I they didn't see. knife bite you. They fucked your girlfriend. They no. fucked your mama. Yeah, they were like the pretty boy gang. Like they were just like we look. They fucked like, your brother. In the gangs in New York, they're like, don't worry about the doppeldancies. They're just a bunch of Nancy boys now that just sit and comb their hair on the corner. You know what I'm yeah. talking about when he's talking about the gangs? They he's can like dance the, like you dream about. Yeah, exactly. They're like. <laughs> They get fucked up too, like by the uh, whatever the other game, the Cobra Kai or whoever oh no, else. they they they're fucking. That's all. They're fucking subterfuge. They pick a place, you go. They're not there. When you leave, they jump you. <laughs> they're the guys. Yeah, exactly. You have like they're the, fucking snakes, man. You have like the tough like like. That's what we call the, you. The, 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 the sex boys. The gargoyles. Because we fuck you. The gargoyles are gonna come after you and just like they got brass knuckles oh, and yeah. they're gonna punch you. The sex boys duking it just out wait till you turn your back and throw a fucking like small propane bomb at your fucking oh, fuck neck. Yeah. 
They're fucking Play crafty. for keeps. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to mar up this face. <laughs> no, no, no. This face makes money. They're fucking... <laughs> they they have guns. They sneak <laughs> in your window when you're sleeping and put a pillow over Ramirez your face. Ramirez was a sex boy. Oh, fuck yeah, he was. Yeah. West Coast. Richard Ramirez, West Coast sex boy. You know who that is? Uh, I don't know. Night Stalker. He's still not ringing the Richard Ramirez. Henning was reads a real books and not just books about scummer. serial killers. Richard Ramirez was oh, a real um, guy. Yeah. yeah, he was a real serial killer that terrorized L.A. and like the Bay Area in the eighties, mid to late eighties, early late seventies, early eighties. Fucking true walking nightmare. He would just his Didn't tactic. Break into houses and stuff? He just... And this was at a time when, like, people still... Even in, like, L.A. and San Francisco, they didn't lock the houses. He just would... Such a fucking nightmare. Majority of the time, he'd walk into a house, go into the bedroom, find a man and a, uh, a woman... Um, a man, man and wife sleeping, just right off the... This is so fucking dark. Right off the bat, shoot the guy in the head. Don't give him to the sex boys. He was no sex boy. Yeah, he was no sex boy. He's a fucking scum boy. He was fucking Michael Myers made flesh. He'd he kill the no husband, code. rape the woman, and then kill the woman, and he did it fucking over and over again. Just indiscriminate crime like you Ind- don't hear no about No reason, no rhyme or reason. I don't even think he like premeditated which houses he was going in. Yeah. I don't remember. I'm sure it was just that weird, cr- crazy, like... Javier Bardem and like mm. fucking yeah. no country where he's just like flipped a coin like it didn't matter like yeah. he saw your light on when he was in the moment and he was like oh it's gonna be that place. yeah that's it like just arbitrary like force of nature like and a, you just I was gonna get into it but if you really I heard about it or I heard the most about it there's a, a podcast last podcast on the left if you want to hear about it they do a series on uh, Richard Ramirez it's pretty in depth mm-hmm <laughs> did you not Is want someone me? at the door? Did you not want? <laughs> I didn't mean to. I, that's that's it. We get quiet when we plug somebody else's podcast because they're the fucking. Tr- I was we're th- the sex boys and they're the fucking enemies. Yeah, I was trying to find a way. Rad to br- cast last podcast <laughs> to bridge the gap to something funny, and I was like, I you can't you can't that, bridge from Ramirez. That steps too far for me. I can't yeah, quite. Yeah, it is dark. Yeah. Um, let's see what it what is. You went to a Kmart recently. Speaking of. Oh, Dancing I was with the say, Night Stalker. Not only did I go to a Kmart, but I worked at a Kmart for a time. No, so this week I went um, camping for the first time in 18, 28, 15 years at least. And so I just ordered a tent, which never arrived. Because <laughs> I was like, last minute, I was like, I was sick last week. I got to get the fuck out of this city. Uh, summer's winding down. Let's go camping. Order a cheap tent on Amazon. going to take the Buick. going to go up. And you can and really in, in New York, you can go an hour north, and it's like the Bronx. And ten minutes later, you're just in the fucking sticks. You're not the sticks. You're just in the wilderness. It's cool. There's all these state parks. That's where they chased all the sex boys off to. Mm, they, Anyways, what? Don't they call that Yonkers? May, they might call it Yonkers, but Yonkers is a department store in Two Falls. <laughs> <laughs> Little inside Two Falls joke, baby. I love naming your store after. A place that fought vehemently not to let minorities live in it. Is that true? Is that yeah. what Yonkers story in the eighty in the eighties? It was basically uh, they were doing all of the like public housing, and mm. they kind of it was after the RFK places went up on the west side, right. and they were running out of places to put people, and they were like, Yonkers is technically part of New York City. You have to. We need to uh, 
you need to build public housing, and they just fought against it. There's a really great HBO, the, um, We Need what, a Hero. Is this what the Wire guy did after? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really awesome. David. And it, gives, it bridges oh, yeah. both sides because, of course, you're like, well, yeah, come on. Like, you need to build public housing to help these people. But the people that live there were like, I've saved for 50 years to buy this property, and if you put in public housing across the street, I'll never recoup my money off of it. Right. So it's uh, so that's they call kind that red of, zoning zoning. Some, yeah, they just oh, sort they of fought zone, they fought zoning for like ten years, and then it just like scummy politicians really were jingoistic about it and like really made it super racial. So it didn't get settled in the, the fashion that it could have been had everybody been civil. But people just were like, "I'm gonna make my career like Trump." It's like basically the same shit Trump does. It's like oh, I'm just gonna blackball these poor people and like yeah. And then you get Son of Sam. Isn't yes. he from Yonkers? You know who that is, Henny? I know Son of, Son of Sam. Don't know. When they unearthed that, when they were building the public housing, he unearthed his fucking <laughs> like undead. Godzilla. Yeah. Is that is that a monster where they like shift a plate or something, and that's why he came? Like, mm. that's how they woke him up. Racism again. woke up the Son of Sam. Yep. Yes. Scumbag. Affirmative action fucking woke scummer. up the Son of Sam. Um. So yeah, so I, I got up there. Back to another, like, I know <laughs> something too you much can't come serial back killer and, and too much. You guys want to talk about Mudkit again? I was watching. All right, if you go to, I'll I'll put this on the blog. Uh, by the way, I guess this is something. To, should I be, keep doing the blog? Nobody gives a fucking shit about it. I'm gonna keep doing it. Anyways, can't do come it. back from that. Do it. Do it. Do, do it. it. But like, do it. Do it. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. Dumping a hundred. Wait, wait, wait. Go Henry's give it to me. Give, He's me, giving you give some me how notes. it is. Give, you give me how it is. He's saying tighten that up. Tighten, <laughs> it tighten up. the blog. Tighten it up. All right. All right. I, there's too much on the blog. I always feel like there's not enough. You, no one gets to the end of it. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, you're on notice now. Wow. I'm really sensitive. I know. I can't I even look over in any direction. I'm going to rip the sex boy trainee. Name tag off of Henning Strut right Take now. it off like that end of Son of, uh, uh, <laughs> Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> yeah, Take right, it off of that pocket knife. Oh, all right, Maybe all right. The problem is I'll we do talk, better. We talk about too many subjects during the hour, and then it just, it's a big pile of references. I don't know. I guess he's been holding this in yeah. for months. You should have saved that for the tenning. If you're going to air no, it No, 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 don't, don't reveal. Secret. <laughs> For the future. I guess these were my notes on every one of our sketches. Oh, Too long. Jeez. Well, that's, you're, they're not Stick to incorrect notes. They were, a lot of them were <laughs> far too long. No, it's you're right. You're right. Um, well, we were talking about Kmart. Thanks. Speaking and, and of I was getting it's there, been so too long. It's, it's been too schlong. So you were driving up to the Yonkers yeah, so State I didn't, Park. Yeah, so I didn't have a tent <laughs> to because it didn't show up. But we're just like, fuck it. We said we're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to get out of the city. We'll just... Find a tent. That's that's how it, that's how it works sometimes. on the road. Yeah. And so I didn't even get it. We didn't get that five minutes out of the Bronx because the Buick died, as it we <laughs> knew it would, and it died on the Cross Bronx Expressway. And magically, it veered us right off into a Kmart in the North Bronx. And I'll, I'll preface this: I was talking to our friend Johnny. I was like, uh, he was asked how his camping was, and I told him about like because it was the shittiest Kmart I've ever been in. And he's like, Oh yeah, you've been in a lot of. <laughs> pristine Kmart's in your life? <laughs> I don't think they're built pristine. I yeah. think they're built with a little dirt on them. So I just ended up in this Kmart, and I was just out of my element, and because, I don't know, there's not a lot of fat whites in the North Bronx where I was in the area, so the looks I got was just like, 
Get the fuck out of my Kmart, you scumbag. What do you want? You a secret shopper? For us, by us. Us. <laughs> all of us. So, I was, and I played that game because nobody, there's a cycle of, I guess it's a cycle of poverty. I don't want to make it a bigger issue. But let's just call it the cycle of Kmart. The people. The K cycle? The people that go to Kmart are miserable. That's why they have to go to Kmart to get their goods. Because if they could go anywhere else, they would. So that's a sadness start. Well, think about it. And the- then they treat the people that work at Kmart that don't want to be working there like shit because they're miserable. So the people that work at Kmart treat them like shit, and it's a cycle, and nobody wants to be there, and it's abuse. It's so I walk gladiatorial in and go, consumerism. I, I, it's like I, it's me versus you, fuckface. Yeah, you want these two ninety nine sandals? You better fucking stop right now. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> closed. This line's closed. So <laughs> I and then I had like those moments of like. In looking back on it only a few days later, like, fuck you, guy, where I was like, I go up to a woman, I go, in the electronics department, do you have batteries? It's on her phone. And my head, I'm going, on her fucking phone at her job. Of course she is. <laughs> she works at fucking Kmart. <laughs> but she was just thumbing through that phone the same way a Chechen prostitute thumbs through a fucking Coke buyer's wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and deep so, cut. So, so deep, deep cut. So finally, she's like, "No batteries here. Batteries downstairs." Okay. No batteries where, where in the electronics department. I know. I know. Oh, by the way, logic's out the window. By right the way, off the bat, Kmart. you walk into this Kmart. I don't know what it was transformed from, but <laughs> it was a warehouse Kmart that only had like one third enough product to put in it. So it was just very empty and vast and sad. Like and it was weird. It's like a Kmart you've never seen. It's two levels, but you can look up to the but second level. You could level. fall off the second level. Yes, to like the they bottom. only built the second floor halfway into the building, so you can look up and see like where the second part. So it's starts. like a tree fort. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> and so batteries downstairs. I've already found my shitty tent, and uh, that I know I'm gonna abuse the system and return as soon as we use it because I bought the cheapest one. Tangent. Anyways, I go down looking for batteries. I find. Uh, you know, like a display Duracell rack. I go, this isn't, in my head, I'm going, this isn't the fucking battery section. This is just the, this is the kiosk of grab your batteries last minute. So I go, and they only have 24 pack AA batteries. Six volts? (laughs) Only like this, like $20 pack of batteries. I go, I don't need 24 batteries. You're not falling for the impulse buy. Not falling for the big battery pack. I go, where, where's your actual battery section? This is the batteries. No, I know. Where do you have the battery section? It's the only place with batteries. You only have 24 packs? Now I'm that guy. Like yeah. getting, you only have 24 packs they, they of the double A batteries. They slept you across the face <laughs> with go, the gloves. You want batteries? This is your batteries. I accept oh. your challenge. Oh. So I, I got in line. Batteries. I just bought the fucking batteries finally. And then the kid rang me up. I was doing the thing in my head. He just looks at me like, what the fuck is this guy doing in this Kmart? Like, this is weird. You're, you're not the normal. He gives me the look. You're not my normal looking customer. Young kid, and he just looks at me, gives a lick of his lips of distaste. Mm-hmm. He Beetlejuice, yeah. He, thank you. That's what I said to Verna. That's what I said to Johnny. I said I got saw a lot of Beetlejuice. Just looks down, rings my stuff. Thing comes up. He goes, "You want to protect that tent?" No, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Keeps ringing it up, and then doesn't tell me the amount. I go, "How much?" Gives me a hard point at where the amount is on the register. I go, okay. And I pay, and then, uh, no thank you, no come again. 
Asking but just don't look up. He, not even that. Who gives a fuck about that? And I'm, I'm not even mad about it. He fucking hates his life. I hate my life that I was there. My fucking Buick <laughs> died. And I'm fucking in a Bronx Kmart. But it wasn't like, no, I don't deserve a goodbye. I don't deserve a thank you. I deserve eye contact when you hand me my receipt. He fucking just started ringing up the other person as he held the receipt up with the other hand. And I fucking had to grab it out of his hand. Like a baton in a relay it, and race. And that's, that's a power move. Hold the receipt up high. So I have to reach That's when you tickle it. him and get the power back. <laughs> he would have fucking for us, by us, shot us. <laughs> this kid was not happy. Anyways, that was my That would have brightened his day. Shooting a, shooting a sucker? <laughs> <laughs> you are a sex boy. Yeah. Shooting a sucker? <laughs> I ain't no sucker. I was a sex boy. <laughs> Meet me downtown. <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> ah, he stabbed me in the back. I said, I ain't no sucker. He stabbed me with that battery. Sharpened battery. He put the other 18 batteries in a sock and hit me over the head with them. Oh, man. My buddy Adam one time, uh, who was a, my buddy, you know Adam, Adam oh, of V. of course, yeah. This kid we grew up with, Henning, mm-hmm. was a real sex boy. Adam's a fucking coolest. Oh, yeah. Like, he was, he, he still was is, but he was a fucking cool-ass 50s sex boy even in high school. Like, played by the... What do you say? Run by the beat of his own drum? Rock and roll, baby. Rock and he roll. was a rock and roller. Fucking cool ass, like, white shirts with cigarette rolled up in the sleeve. And this is at the time when everybody... He was seven. Is this is at the time when everybody was wearing fucking... Starter he, jackets and jinkos. Starter jackets and, and jinkos, yeah. Like, he knew who he was. And I knew he was dangerous because he owned his own pool cue. Ooh, One. Yeah. That'll tell you. That'll <laughs> tell you. But so... So we were, there was like, there's no reason where we grew up, again, to have beef. But we used to hang out at this place we called The Granary, which was a truck stop coffee, a truck stop diner. And we would start beef because we're bored. distributor, by the way. They sold some Blokely's. (laughs) And they had a, uh, you know those claw games, Henning, where you pick like a stuffed animal? Mm -hmm. Their claw game was... Get your wife an engagement ring at this truck stop. So it was like a jewelry claw game. Did it have a lot of jewelry? Belt buckles and shit. And then the one Bart Simpson no one could get because it's too heavy. You couldn't get anything out of that thing. Uh, if you no did get it, you were engaged. I wanted it. But um, so, like, there's where we grew up with small town, water town, but it's surrounded by other much, much smaller towns. I'm going to say names like Henry. Yeah, and they're all like old man Clark, names. <laughs> Bemis. Uh, anyway, so for whatever reason, these kids we would all coalesce, coalesce, yeah, converge, yeah. converge at this truck stop diner because they all the and small town kids would come into Watertown on the weekends to hang out, drive the strip, and go to McDonald's. Drive the, the strip, the claw game, play the claw, the claw game. game. That's it. Yeah, we drive <laughs> driving the strip meant there was what was that two twenty. That went I forget Watertown. the one that goes east to west, but it's that main drag. There was just the a main drag road, and again, this is back to the 50s. There's nothing to do. If you are going to have you children, wouldn't. and you think it's a good idea to raise them in a small town, st- because of big cities, get, I'm giving this like Dr. Laura Schlesinger. Like, I know Get parenting. them into reading books and exactly. like to stay home. Because there's nothing to fucking do if you think that's a safer environment. it's different now. There's the internet. Oh, that's a good point. When we were growing up, there was nothing to do but find porn in the woods and drive the strip. Yes. Uh, or, oh, AC's dad used to pack his pornos in the golf bag. 
Oh, and we all knew that. <laughs> that was so fun. And he had like never we, I didn't know it at the time, time, but like and like weedy one hitters. Like never his dad was a fucking the, van, the 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 V's were fucking cool because dad was a porno junkie weed smoker. Porno junkie. His dad <laughs> fucking looked at porn and smoked weed, which junkie. is which is fucking cool. And our buddy uh, AV was fucking cool because he was like. Like, again, he was, like... He was a worldly kid. Yeah, he was just knew his shit, fucking could play the guitar like a fucking badass. No, but and they saying- had a song, by the way, his first band, Going Back to Our Dip. A real quick tangent, a couple episodes ago, we asked you guys to come up with dip. Nobody came up with a fucking goddamn thing and except for a good joke blog. that said, the only dip I can think of is the three dips talking about dip. And that was a good one. Three dips <sighs> sitting around. No, thanks. Like, no, yeah, well, Allison. whoever that was is gonna get sex boyed. <laughs> I know, sucker. We know when, you, when you say it like that, it does sound like assault style. <laughs> it does sound sexually assaulty, <laughs> but it's charged. It's it's it is charged. charged. Um, That's not what sex boys. I are know, about. sucker. No, sex boys are about AV in it. Uh, yeah. Back to our friends. So uh, we st- like so again. The, everybody converges. We think we're cool because we're from a bigger town, and these. Hicks from these small yeah. Clark Henry small towns around us, we all end up at this diner, and it, for whatever reason, shoulders got bumped, and we now had a beef with these kids from I want to say it was Clark. Go ahead. And the, I was just gonna say it's like that fucking American Dream Car, what George Lucas movie, like American still graffiti, in the nineties. There would be parking lots that were oh, yeah, demarcated sorry. for like if that's who you hang out with, you park your car and you all <laughs> hang out in a parking lot. Yeah, we really do. Like, that shift from the internet, because we it happened la- in our like, lifetime, like, we were the last bastion. When you talk about that, even though it was 15, 20 years ago, it makes us sound like we're from 1942. It does. Like, when we grew up, if you take the internet out of it and we describe what we did as children, you'd be like, did you grow up in Are you a 90-year-old man? Yeah. <laughs> I met my sweetie down at the old parking lot i was reading a commie book and having a phosphate and it's like then my buddy av came up and we played some some eight ball but some snooky or snooky we did that's another reason he was so cool like i just like again we've determined i'm a a trendy follower so when he was like i think we're gonna get into pool i was like all right i'll play pool and we just hung out at a pool hall for two years and just went, got the straightest stick he could find. <laughs> Whittled it down like, there's a bull stick, son. What were you saying, Henning? Sorry. Nothing. Just saying you were a wannabe trend follower. You didn't oh, actually yeah. get to follow Still these Still am. Trends. I got no backbone. <laughs> um, anyway, so we started this going back to the beef and going back to a sock full of batteries. This kid was a fucking, our friend was a loose cannon. And he was like, it was like the greasers and the socias because he's like, we, we're we're in it now. We're in it with these Clark kids. Fucking, we're sitting having coffee. As we're doing it, he's taking off his sock, and he's taking the salt and pepper shaker off of the table and putting them in his sock because he's gonna beat these kids to death with they the fucking. Up. Well, to be fair, and the thing you may not know is like small town farm kids, no matter what they look like, are strong as fuck. Retard. Nope, not saying that. Like just like <laughs> stupid strength. Like if they grab your arm, you're like, it's like a vice grip. They're just sinewy, it like far, snaky, yeah. right. fucking tough. So there are these fucking giant fat head 
fucking farm kids, you're like, they can take a fucking beating. These oh, kids yeah. can, like, and punch him in the face, he's going to smash you. Yeah. <laughs> they get fucking hand on you, and and they are raging. You are they'll so fucked. Arm. Yeah, they'll, yeah. And, like, nothing. They're, it's a sociopathic thing. Like, they just keep punching you, and it's strange, stranger things. Yeah. You're going to end up looking like that kid with the greasy gel hair. <laughs> Steven. Oh, yeah. Steven Adler. Yeah. What was his name? Steve. Steve. Such a perfect Steve. And he's got a good that last name, Papador. too. His hair was Killendorf. so glorious. I don't know. His hair was so good. Man. You would look good with that hair, hen. Yeah, yeah I, I wish. You could do it. You can pull it. So anyways, you got a sock full of he was, salt and, and peppers. And, yeah, so that's what and I was thinking about. this is going to have it's any like effect against the World War farm boys. Well, these guys Isn't there weren't forks as and knives? If you hit them in the too. face, they'll give up. Fork if, and knife, you can't... You got to surprise them. You, you, a, you get caught knifing and forking a guy, you're in, you're in juvie. Oh, yeah. Nobody... You, Send you to You got through. a salt and pepper but shaker. the pepper, you can make them sneeze You fucking hit them with the salt and pepper shaker. It's a heavy shaker and a sock. You're going to hit them in the temple. It's a surprise thing. They're like, these kids are crazier than I am. Exactly, like you. They're like you're ready to beef and they're ready to fight, and then you're fucking, fucking swinging a sack over head. your head. They second guess it, but at the same time, when the cops show up, you fucking whip that sock into the bushes. <laughs> he thinks that's a weapon, but he then you got to take your other sock off to so be like, officer, oh, I wasn't wearing he, any socks. He didn't end up beating beating them with the salt and pepper shaker. What he did do is like again, these fights never really actually would happen, except for this time. Salt and pepper shaker does get like thrown away or whatever, and these kids are driving away, and something like click. They maybe said something, you know, that last minute. Like I'm gonna shout one what, more thing. I'm gonna call him a fag. Whatever. My buddy <laughs> fucking runs up to the car, fucking gets his hand in the driver's side window, and now they're driving with him on the side of the car. And as he's hooked onto that window, he's got his pool cue, which he kept like a pool cue that unscrews that he kept yeah. on his belt. So it's just a, now it's just a, <laughs> so now it's he's a perfectly sized got a fucking club. club. So yeah. now they're driving, and I'm watching them drive with him on the side of their car as he's jabbing a pool cue into their fucking window. <laughs> this kid is a fucking badass. <laughs> He's cool like guy. Fonzie if, he, if he Fonzie was. fought people. He was like Fonzie if Fonzie, you know, loose wire, fuse box, if you will. Um, yeah, that was my Kmart. And then we went camping, and it was uh, Meg's first time camping, so, you know. Ever? Ever. Ever, ever. First time sleeping outside camping. And so, you know, it's a little freaky. She woke me up. Like, every, like, I would, I fell asleep, like, quick, and, but I would be woken up by a stiff, like, like an arm, like a hand around my arm, like shaking me awake, which is terrifying usually. Sure, yeah. And I go, huh? listen, listen. <laughs> and I listen, and just awake, even before we went to bed. That's horrifying. She would follow, she followed the rules of the camp to a T because she's a respectable citizen. And their rules are quiet time after 10. No alcohol, no drugs, quiet time after 10. So I'm calling my parents. I'm talking to them. It's like 945. I'm like, yeah, we're just out here camping. Uh, oh, here's Meg. Say hello. She goes, hi. Hi, guys. How are you? Aww. She's talking quiet because it's almost 10. Yeah. But that voice, like, I was like, we're going to die. Like, this that is, is a scary witch. voice. Like, this is. Yeah. Listen. So, listen. So, in the middle of the woods at night, like, you, the sounds, you hear, like, the bullfrogs. Like, anything sounds creepy. So, my eyes would dart open and I'd listen to horrifying noises and then drift back to sleep. And then a half an hour, get woke up again. And then finally, it's like two thirty in the morning. I get that hand around my bicep, and I'm shaking up. I'm like, "Oh, I'll listen to it." And I just hear, 
just footsteps right next to my head <laughs> in this small tent. I go, oh my God, what's happening? So I have a, I'm sleeping with a hammer by my, uh, by where I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping in, with a hammer next to me anyway. In your jeans. Sleeping with a hammer in my, in my guest jeans with my hammer, gummo style. Oh, I got a. <laughs> Do you got something on? Oh, just to connect, that jar, connect a tissue. I was, so yeah, creepy camp. Weren't you up at and north of where we live? There's this place called Sichi Hollow. Yeah, oh yeah. Which sounds horrifying. Cool. Wasn't there? <laughs> didn't you go up there once camping with friends, and then you got lured into a gummo house? Oh yeah. Did I ever? I told you about that. I think yeah. I just remembered it now, so I don't I remember any details. Well, now I have to change it because I wrote that into a short story, and I ended it with. I haven't spoken about that house to anyone until just now. I guess I told you about it. <laughs> my drinking days. But, yes. Uh, so this, my story, camping doesn't go much farther. Than somebody was walking by my den. I had to go outside. And they were, like, just kids running around. But I, it was, it's so fucking dark in the middle of the woods. Um, like, that's a revelation. But So <laughs> as soon as they see me come out of the tent, they just flash their flashlight on me. So now I'm just in this beam of light that all of a sudden just gets shut off. But it's an iPhone or a phone flashlight, so their light that's flashing on them gets shut off, but they're still this figure still somewhat illuminated by the screen. So now a light that's been flashed on me is gone, but it's just somebody with this little illumination just staring at me. Listen. <laughs> exactly. So it was horrifying. And then, it's just, a ghost with I, then I just yelled, get out of here, you prostitute. And they ran at me with their hammer. We had a sex boy battle. (laughs) And that was Which is just vamping. The Buick got us home. And I returned that tent to that Kmart. They had brought the jukebox and everyone was just cockatooing. That's a sex boy. Real sex. If that's a sex boy, subtle shit. I, uh... They vogue it. We have two options. I can can pin it and go to the gummo house at a later date. Or I did write up... We talked about a tentative movie idea starring Senior Bill Cosby. Let's do Gummo House because we did Gummo House. House. And then and we can do Cold the Tag It. Cold Tag It. Okay, okay. Cold Tag Cosby. Or just go into it. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. I'll, uh, I sent that to you guys. We can do that. So Gummo House. So I'm 18. I just graduated high school. <laughs> I'm on the lam, if you will. <laughs> yeah. that, that definitely, <laughs> definitely not getting into that. Definitely not getting into that. Um, oh, anyways, I, <laughs> Watertown got a little too hot. Anyways. The heat was coming down. <laughs> so so I, we went camping. And not the heat from that Denny's Grill you were working at the time. Oh, no, no, the no. I love that. I'll always say that was the best, my favorite time. It's like when you hear those creepy old men. I am an old 80-year-old man. Like, I never had a job like I had when I was 18 flipping burgers at the grill. <laughs> we are from the 50s. The <laughs> I know. 50s. I, know. Anyway, I just oh. loved working in that diner because all I did, it's like that, uh, what um, uh, Kevin Spacey says in American Beauty. He's like, he had a shitty job when he was 18. He's like, no, it was great. No, it was great. All I did was get high and get laid. And it's like so awesome. <laughs> um, bad idea. Oh, no, yeah. He says, he says something like, I had to flip burgers all summer for that A-track. He's like, that, uh, that creepy guy. says, that sucks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then Kevin Spacey, no. It was great. It was great. That trajectory of that actor was bizarre, by the way. Oh, um, uh, West Bent, Bentley? Bent, 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 Bent Wesley. Bent Wesley. <laughs> um, well, so, so the, what? Uh, he's, he's back, though. He's in the He's back, the but he's only, Hunger like, Games in now. bizarre. He's not in Hunger Games. Yeah, he's the main, uh, Is he the campy new... presenter dude for the games. Is he the new Marty cool McFly Sr.? 
Oh, are they that rebooting? Actor? Are they rebooting Crispin Glover? Crispin Glover too? is he the new Crispin Glover? Are they rebooting that? No, I'm just asking. Like they're rebooting wise, like he only does weird stuff. Oh, I see. Uh, oh, is West Hunger, Bentley the Hunger new Games Crispin Glover? He was in the all time, maybe the worst. Well, comic Crispin book Glover movie was ever. in Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Crispin, uh, Wes Wheaton, Wes Wilton, Wes what's Wheaton. his name? Bentley Weston? Wes Bentley. Wes Bentley was in Ghost Rider, which was a fucking Ooh. turd ghost. Ooh. God, that movie made me so <laughs> fucking mad, because that's such a good comic. And I'll never, until they do the champions, pin it, they'll never be able to revive Ghost Rider. Speaking of scummery, scummery uh, so I was out I'm camping. I'm the lamb from the fuzz. <laughs> I was out camping and it was it was similar to the story. It was an imp- it's definitely an impromptu camp trip, and so I don't even remember. I guess we're forty mi- five, maybe we're by Sichu Hollow, but I remember we were kind of by a lake. We pitched a tent. It was me and a couple friends, and we're drinking beers and smoking weed. And they 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 end up passing out, and like a weird fever dream, I'm just outside sitting. Yeah, outside sitting by the campfire, smoking Winston's. Out of the woods just comes this. Woman or girl, I guess we're we're all boys and girls. This this young this girl, nubile elfish looking yeah. girl, and she's just me. like, "Hey, what's your name?" Yeah, oh, and I'm like, she just appeared out of the woods. She looks scummy, but looks gummo. She's got like jelly shoes on, jean shorts, stained shirt. Looks a little rough. Mm-hmm. So I go not with rough her. enough. To so say no. whatever. Like maybe we maybe I offer a beer. We drink a beer together or something, and then. Like field of dreams, she takes me through the woods. I must have been so like drunk and stoned too, because it like seemed like it only took a couple steps, and we were at the Freddy house. Sure, yeah. <laughs> we're at like the Friday the Thirteenth. Or no, um, we're at this this shitty house, and it was her That's house. How Rob Zombie Gummo movie starts. Gummo is our reference. Gummo, Gummo, du Jury house. <laughs> only candlelight, no electricity. No, but it's just this. You is know the any? the exterior, the paints chipping off, and it's just. This this creepy old house. And well, and to be like fair, Sichu Hollow is this. You go up in the fall for the foliage, so it's this huge wooded yeah. area. It's in the middle of nowhere. So for context, this house is literally in the middle of the fucking woods, nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Blair Witch House. Like you just like where the fuck am I? So yeah, exactly. It, it, it's it. But this was outside of CGL because there's something about a golf co- like a like like a mini not a mini golf a mini but there's golf there, you know it was downtown <laughs> yeah <laughs> no uh, like a putting green you know like the one practice putting thing. lured me into a kmart but anyway so we walked through the woods for a while and all of a sudden we're at our house and you just shouldn't go in this house but of course I go in this house of course. and you walk in and it's like fucking nightmare just you can just feel the you can feel the heat of the bugs watching you there's old soiled mattresses on the stairs like to go up the stairs you just have to walk over mattresses fucking you know just like holes in the wall broken televisions on top of broken televisions and she just beelines it. it sounds like a fun house. She like a be- nobody. She's like, don't worry, mom and dad aren't home. Oh my god, oh, fuck nice. Everything. I'm about, gonna be dinner. Everything is worrisome. No, I wasn't dinner because she goes and she beelines it to the kitchen. And it's by the way, remember or, uh, before we were talking about or a while back we were talking about the unpleasantness of stews. Yes, <laughs> this had the feel like being in. You will not eat anything coming out of this house. Doesn't matter if it's you're a, gonna burn a your pre, clothes when you pre-packaged leave. sandwich. You're not going to eat it. 
because you're like, it was they made fucking here. kept that cold. It was made here. They kept that cold <laughs> the toilet tank. It was made somewhere in this house. <laughs> exactly. No. So she just emerges with a plate of like, I guess they were ribs or meat. Oh, God, just and mysterious a bottle, meat? A, a plate of meat and a bottle of KC Masterpiece. She's like, let's go on the porch and eat. Oh, God. It's like, okay. Is this so dog? I proceeded just to sit there with her as she sauced up individual ribs and just <laughs> sucked on these ribs. And then finally I was like, well. Like a Heathcliff. Just see you later. Rib goes and then in. I walk back through the woods. Again, field of dreamsy. And I'm back. At the, and then it's like, you know, I've been drinking. And then I wake up. The next morning, like, and it's such a fevery. Ten years like, went did by. This, <laughs> yeah, techyon gas, <laughs> rib gas, but it's just this weird. It's like in my memory, it's almost like foggy at, uh, like, uh, blurry at the edges, like a dream. Like, like, who was this person? I don't know this person. I don't know that area. That house doesn't exist. I it's- hope you encountered some sort of like trans-dimensional or spiritual being because it's the best. It's like, come with me. Just a, you're like, I think I'm going a into the ghost. in-between. If you had and you're like, anything, heaven's you would have had full to stay of soiled forever. mattresses. <laughs> yeah. and if you had eaten those ribs, you would have had to stay. Oh, yeah, see? It's like a siren song. Every bite of the ribs, a, a Christmas light bulb goes on. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I don't think it's them. It smells like ribs in here. Just fucking gross. Just communicated to your friends through empty beer cans. And it, I, she also had like a, uh, you know, there's nothing worse for a beverage than a resealed uh, 20 ounce of soda from so it's back flat, from the fridge. So it's flat cold. and there's only about, a th- you know, half or a third left in there. So she was sucking on that. And I just remember seeing like the ribs sauce around the ridge of the, the bottle. <laughs> You met God, and God <laughs> God loves gummo. God, ribs, Adam, Eve. Ah! Boom. Nice you almost closed the circuit, Hans. Revelations. You could have reset the... the uh, Adam and Eve. Is that Revelations? No, Genesis. Yeah, Adam and Eve. Genesis. Genesis. Is Revelations the opposite Rev- of Genesis? Speaking much, of yeah. which, I watched that movie Noah. Fuck you. I was just listening to something they were talking about that coming over here. That Darren, Darren Aronofsky Darren movie. Yeah. Not terrible, but... Yeah. I get why people are like, fuck you. Why you make me watch this? Because it's like he does. He's like, okay, we, we're, we're doing the Bible. We're doing Noah. So they play it straight. Like Adam and Eve, totally in paradise, ate the fruit. Was it an apple? Serpent. It's, the way he does it looks like a heart, but it's an apple. It takes more artistic license. Uh, it's a, it's right. a vision. It's Not a vision. A real fruit. You see it in a vision. You never see Adam and Eve in in the flesh. One uh, uh, the tomato rating goes down. Not even a real fruit. Go ahead. Um, so I can see why people hated it. But the stuff that I thought was really cool, like they, he, you know, it's Darren Aronofsky. He plays it straight. Like he's like, okay, we live in a world where God created the earth, uh-huh. created Adam and Eve. They're these sort of like higher beings. Mm-hmm. And then they did what I told them not to. So now I cast them out. And then it comes down, Cain and Abel. Spoilers, by the way? Just read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so Cain, Cain and Abel, Cain kills Abel, and he's cast out, and he goes east. Uh-huh. And then starts this faction of people, like this very modern, like they build cities, and they eat animals, and they make war, and they have technology, and they're just like taking over the earth. And then I believe it's Seth, sons of Seth, which is the other son they mm-hmm. had. 
live off the land and like live in commune with nature and like they don't so they cross paths and it's like these brutal sort of like post-apocalyptic tribes and the guy's like name is like Tubal Cain like everyone has the mm-hmm. last name Cain ah is this post uh flood pre-flood is Russell Crowe in it anti-diluvian yeah, this is from a couple years ago yeah 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 I heard it's fucking cr- bananas crazy like it's, hard it's to pretty follow wild. it's not hard but to it follow good, huh? but it's, it's, it's interesting straight. I would say it's not for everybody because there's this the thing that I feel like people get hung up on is there are these creatures called the Watchers, and they were mm-hmm. the angels that fell to Earth. Seraphims. And they're, they, they're like rock monsters. So at first you're like, oh, like never in stories. But they show you how, and you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. I see it, the character design, like yeah, those these guys like are pretty cool a- angelic beings come to Earth and they get mired in the Earth mm-hmm. and like caked in like mud and fucking rock. So you yeah, get you're like, like, okay, it's earned then. Yeah. But I do admit it does kind of look goofy because <laughs> they have right. like it's Frank Langella who is awesome, but yeah, he's great. It's just like two glowing eyes and then like a frowny face on this rock thing. So I get why people hate that. Check it out if you got two hours to kill. It's Darren Aronofsky, so there's some cool visuals in it. There's no pie. No pie. Mm. Who, they were angry because, like, Bible fanboys are... No, I mean, Carl Sagan wasn't there I feel with like the it, pie. It doesn't... If I've, you are really into the Bible, you're going to hate this movie. Because if you're really into sort of, like, yeah. an interesting fantasy movie you're gonna hate this movie because it like because it doesn't follow the it straddles book it straddles two worlds enough. and neither person in that world is gonna like it is there anybody that's really in this will sound stupid but let me go is there anybody that's really into the bible <laughs> and i don't <laughs> mean you and the i hope <laughs> but he's not he's not into the bible you he's know like using like it. you can get into hunger games you can get into Harry Potter, mm-hmm. but nobody got like into the Bible. Like, oh, I can't wait to read the next next section. Nobody yeah. gives a fuck. New They're Testament. Either, it's oh either pushed on them. Like, I'm not into it, but I yeah. gotta follow it like this. Or people are like, it's fucking boring. I feel like that's the problem with any biblical movie, which you use that frame of reference. Is the people that are gonna go see it, or the people who are like, I I love Passion of the Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. They're gonna show up to Noah and be like, there are monsters in it. <laughs> And they're going to hate it. <laughs> and then there are the people who are like me. I'm like, oh, that's like a cool. Like they're doing it literal. Like the early, like Old Testament is weird. There's a lot of weird shit in it. And like depending Wait. on which versions you read, there's allusions to like monsters and, and fucking angels. And their only monster in Passion of the Christ was behind the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Zing them. Got that Jew hater. Actually, I heard it. This is so stupid, but I've heard it, I've heard it so many times. And it wasn't. I ran it through a computer. And don't you guys keep computer. hearing that? They're like, Mel Gibson's working on a sequel. I heard that, right? yeah. To Passion. Which, Pat, to Bible, the movie. The Return. <laughs> okay. So he comes back. Like, how does that play is it out? That, is it that period that the, the Latter-day Saints are like, by the book. way. He goes to the Old West. From me. <laughs> 18 to 35. <laughs> Jesus was the saint of killers. <laughs> Kicks the saloon doors open. <laughs> I love all of you. That's such... If any... if Like, that's it. Like, that's all it takes if for the, all religions to explode upon each other. I'm not going on... I'm not, I'm not sex boy in Christianity. I'm not sex boy in any other religion. But we ain't no but suckers. If there's... It, all it takes is one religion to say, 
Oh yeah, by the way, from 18 to 35, our prophet lived in the contemporary United States and walked around and did miracles. Then you know what you say? Oh, all religions bullshit. Right. He, ba- it's he basically all as bullshit as becomes that. a tall tale. It was him, Pecos Bill, <laughs> Paul Bunyan. What did Pecos Bill do, by the way? Was he, he a tornado guy? He rode a tornado. He wrote and it. wrote. Yeah, that's it. Did he have a pet tornado or he just rode a tornado once? I think maybe he could summon them and then ride them. Oh, that's, think, that's pretty sweet. Maybe. I think that's one story. He was just a legendary cowherd. Coward? 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 You're calling him like uh, uh, the original sex boy, Pecos <laughs> Bill, a coward. Him. Cut the other patch off. <laughs> that, what, what other patch no, would a, a sex boy man. have on their he vest? He was a great man. Sorry. Tall tails lover? <laughs> DTL. Tall. Just, or just tail lover. <laughs> oh, yeah. Double entendre. Oh, I like it. He lassoed Paul Bunyan's ox. No, I no. think no. shit he did. I no, he fully did agree. I would go. I would, I would have to. I would consider it. If the fucking Mormons went full in and were like, we just put stones in the hat, we found the new pages of the Book of Mormon, and it was chapters about Jesus in the Old West, mm. I'd read that shit. Would you follow it? Depends on how good it is. And then you're like, I'm in. If, that, if those, those gold pages... For us, by us Mormons. ...that the angels brought down that you found in a hill were Jesus in the Old West, if they're as good as Unforgiven... I might become a Mormon. Nothing's as fucking good as... <laughs> Unforgiven is the best Western of all time. I'm, yeah. I'm holding on to it. You ever seen it? Uh, no. Is it Clint Eastwood? Yes. Clint Eastwood, so Morgan good. Freeman, Gene Hackman. That kid that's blind? I don't know who that actor is. He's Spoilers! Oh, shit! <laughs> is it the one where he has the uh, harmonica? No, that, that's... Yeah, different. Once Upon a Time in the West, and that's not that, even Clint Eastwood. That's Kenny. not Clint. Once Upon it's a Brosnan. Time... Brosnan. Fucking dirty Brosnan. Or not Br- Bronson. 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 Bro- Bronson. Pierce Brosnan. Bronson Pinchot. How many Bronson Pierce Pinchot. Bronson Pinchot Western? <laughs> uh, so, all right. I got a, a, I got a Western. <laughs> Bronson Pinchot. He's a psychic. No. Pierce Bronson. They're the Western Jesus. Oh, shit. It's like that shitty movie Slipstream where they have the robot Jesus, but this is the Western oh, Jesus. Fuck, is that with Mark Hamill? Mark Hamill. That, all right. There's a... Um, Maybe I'll put it on the blog. Good. You have two more things to put up, and then you're cut off. So you want it to be slipstream. It's, my blog has now become like Twitter. I only get so many, uh, so <laughs> many characters. Um, there's a movie called Slipstream, and it's fucking crazy. And I know there's like, would you call it an analogy or it's a parable? An there's, allegory? It, yes, it's allegorical to um, – <laughs> that's not a word. It's, allegorical it, it is a word. Is it? Yeah. It is. I don't know what you're trying to say yet, though. It's allegorical to the Bible. It takes place in the future, and there's uh, this uh, is uh, Mark Christ-like Hamill, character that is a robot that you're like, oh, but that's fucking Jesus. He's going to sacrifice him. Spoilers. But something bizarre about this movie is – There's yeah, a robot Jesus? Yeah, it's Mark Hamill. No, it's just bizarre about – because it's so poorly, cheaply made. You can just see they're making this thing on a shoestring. But it's got Mark Hamill. And it's not strange that it has Mark Hamill. This is it's post-Jedi, late 80s, right? And it's post-Mark Hamill car accident or whatever. Ha- motorcycle accident. That was before Return of the Jedi. That was? Uh-huh. Post-Jedi. So he got the scar on his chin. No shit. That wasn't from a... Mm, it's from an accident. Saber? It wasn't, no, it wasn't Vader's... It wasn't Vader's like kiss. It wasn't because didn't Harrison Ford? Isn't that why they put the scar on his chin? From yeah, the, he actually got hurt as a child. 
Right? And yeah. they put it in the movie, though. Yeah. Why didn't they do that with Ham? Ill. Because he's old. <laughs> Anyways, this is post-Jedi, post-childhood scar. Uh, car, car accident <laughs> scar. And it's just post him working for a while. He probably got typecast from those movies. Yeah. So it makes sense that he's in there. They're like, we're going to make a shitty sci-fi movie. We're going to get somebody. Oh, shit, we can afford Hamill. I don't know how the fuck they could afford... Hamill got all the money. That's why it's so cheap. No, but you know who else is in that movie? F. Murray Abraham? He does anything. No. <laughs> yes. No. Wait, yes. F. Murray Abraham and fucking Gandhi. Ben Kingsley. And these, this movie's made post after both of those two had recently won Academy right. Awards. They, Amadeus had been out, and so had Gandhi. Recently. Yeah. Somewhat, I think. Fuck. So I don't know, like, it, you just see these two and you go, what the, who the fuck is making who, their decisions? Who made this movie, Elvis? Like, who has the cachet yeah. to get all of these guys in a movie that's terrible? So maybe they just paid them, I don't know how they signed on, maybe but, maybe it was we'll an Aronofsky, I don't know, but... It was Ron Howard. I don't know how I was getting allegory. We were trying to explain what the fuck Slipstream was. The Bible. I don't know. That's where I was. I don't know. But we were talking about Western Jesus. Yes. If Western... Why didn't... You make comic books. You write comics. Make a fucking Western Jesus. That'd be fucking sweet. No one cares about Jesus. No one. Everyone cares about eight. No one cares. Everyone cares about what happened to Jesus. Eighteen thirty-five. Well, you in know what? Eighteen thirty-five. Western Reagan. Nah, Reagan's Tachyon. played out. I don't know. <laughs> Reagan's. Reagan's back. Reagan fits now. Reagan. Know what? Somebody needs to play out. Is he has to use his acting skills in the past to p- pretend to be Jesus because people are waiting. He's a huckster. Something about Reagan. So Reagan was. I was. Somebody was asking me who the worst president of all time is, and I said that really depends on what period you live in. Oh yes, I think. totally. Yeah. And the in the period contemporarily, in the contemporary, because we're living now, I'm gonna go Reagan. Yeah. For the sole reason, many reasons, but the reason I'm pointing at is that he scumbagged all the people that needed mental. Care like that oh, needed yeah. health care. He just scumbagged him. He said, totally. "No more, no more mm-hmm. assistance." And legitimately, we're putting no. We're he evicting started you. the mass dismantling of everything FDR created as the New Deal, exactly. Which so, was finally yeah. nail in the coffin with George W. Bush. Right. Started with Reagan. That whole like, and then all the scummy fucking CIA shit. He's yeah, he's, he's a Cobra f- Commander. So can you do an allegory to Reagan and his scumbag deconstruction moves? But make it take place in the Wild West. Oil Baron. And then you have this crazy Wild West uh, setting with all these people that have been dislocated. And Jesus is the... It's Jesus Christ versus Reagan. Yeah. He tried to fucking co-op. Let's be honest. In an artisanal hipster world, if you create a comic book, an indie comic book, that all you have to do to sell it... it, it, All you do have to do is sell it and say... Hey, what's your comic about, man? Takes place in the Wild West. Um, there's it, no three three lines. Takes place in the Wild West. Uh, Jesus Christ versus Ronald Reagan. You go. Oh, can I uh, ten, please? <laughs> Here's your Hollywood contract. Can I sell that in my? I'm a tobacconist. Can I sell that as well? And all this bullshit. One of anyway. them's a robot, by the way. Oh, exactly. Oh. And 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 something about. He needs a spunky sidekick. 
Reagan's Reagan or Jesus? Reagan's a zombie. Because Jesus' Jesus's spunky sidekick is Kenny Baker. It doesn't have to be Kenny Baker Reagan, in a Bernie Bush. But the guy looks like he's drawn as Ronald Reagan. You don't have to say he's Ronald Reagan, but he looks just fucking like him. Reagan Ronaldson? Reg? <laughs> Reg. Reg Ronald. <laughs> The un- uh, maybe, maybe, maybe there it you, maybe it is a little time travel-y and it's not the villain you see physically isn't Ronald Reagan, but it's controlled by Ronald Reagan's frozen head. <laughs> the nuclear war happened yeah, with sure the Soviets, did. but it happened in 1825 because of a time rift. Oh, the Soviets are going back to try and co-opt America. Fuck yeah, they are. And they bring back their shitty technology. <laughs> so technology's advanced. Oh, that's awesome. Technology, of course, is advanced because any future technology that goes in the past will advance technology. Does that you follow that? The say again. So in let I'm a, an arbitrary let's go Wild West. Eighteen eighty. You have eighteen eighties technology. Yes. But the Russians from the nineteen eighties have found a way to go back to 1880, uh-huh. but they go back with their shitty 1980 technology. But even Which then, excellent to, to 1880. To so then the time, the, the slipstream we that you now live in is based off of that technology built in 1880. Mm-hmm. So now we still have shitty technology from 1980. Why do the Russians go back to the Wild West and give the Americans the tech? Because the fucking Wild West is real fucking America. That's and Russia the, doesn't like that that's shit. That's just where the frontier was. No, they want to apply those people because that's the beginning of the corporate takeover. Like corporate cattle barons, the oil barons. Oh, you mean communism The iron stuff. barons. They're like, let's go back. We'll, we'll set the early. shit right. We'll mm. get them early. Spread. You mm. know... And That's they get to co-op fucking gnarly gunfighters. With their shitty and, Russian and guns? Just the skill. They're getting skilled warriors and thieves. Jesse James working for the communists, robbing fucking from the rich. Jesse James wouldn't work for a fucking communist on your life. He's too Southern. He's too... Yeah. He, the, I lo- this is one of my all-time favorite movies, by the way, mm-hmm. The Assassination of Jesse James by the coward uh, Robert, Robert Ford. Ford. The movie's so fucking good because Is I like... a coward or a cowherd? Coward. That's an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, though? Uh, yeah, I had fun. That was that. That's an hour, guys. Continue in next time. Cowherd. I ain't no sucker. No sucker. I know cowherd. <laughs> jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. All right, Casey, you play Rock Gray. Um, Henning, you want to play Senior Cosby? Okay. And let me. All right, so I'm gonna play. Let me cast it. I'm gonna play the narrator. Hans, I don't need to write this shit down. (laughs) I'm gonna play the narrator. Casey, you play Rock Gray. Henning, you're Senior Cosby. I'm gonna play Jack Black as Pow Henry. Pow Henry. Um, I need a generic guy who's talking to Senior. Casey, you play Guy. This is the guy that's like... Should just be called Senior Comes Back. Okay. Or we're goes, we're trying to, to figure out a title for it. We got Cosby in Space. Cosby in Space. <laughs> <laughs> time travel movie. Uh, it's, Cosby Comes Back. Is that it? Tachyon. The Tachyon <laughs> Shuffle? Uh, Fat Traveler. Fat Albert. Fat Traveler. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Casey, uh, uh, you play the guy. Senior Cosby Comes to Dinner? Perfect. 
uh, the Butmans. The Butmans. Um, you play the guy, and when I say the guy, the guy is the guy who a stereotype guy. When guy comes from future, the guy's like, "Hey, hey you're not from around here." Jump ship. Yeah, so you're the guy. Oh, I wish I had written that. I'll be the TV anchor. <laughs> Ooh, this is this is all this is a long one. Um, here. Uh, uh, Love rock, cause you're rocking there and you're in there. I'll also play rockin this. Guy. I'll play the woman. This is so dumb, but cause the rest of it is so smart. Um, Empower uh, Henning. <laughs> I'm giving Henning. I'm giving you uh, one more chance, cause you're gonna play Carl Sagan. Give you a chance Ooh, to rectify. Don't cock this one up. And I'll play uh, Jefferson. <laughs> All right, so this is a tentative title, Cosby Comes Back to Space trailer. Cosby, The Return. Okay. The Return of Cosby. Wait, all right, what's the play? So, Cosby, let's not get phone book names stuck on this. Okay, it's we're playing on Back to the Future, Terminator, and look who's coming to dinner. Back and to Cosby. Back to the Cosbinator. Back to the Cosby. Back to the Cosminator. Cosminat. It's not coming to me. It's not good enough. All right. Maybe, again, like you said, maybe. Like you said. Like you said. Maybe this will inspire us. Sagan's in there. So. Cosbos. <clears throat> Cosbos. Cosbios. Cosbios. I like it. I like it. Welcome to the Cosbios. I am uh, Senior William Cosby. Would you like to have a latte? Can I read? He's Cosby? got the sweater as Sagan. No, you're actually Sagan at the end. Oh yeah, he has to. You can't be do d- only do one note, Henning. <laughs> but nobody from knows the, what from the one notiest one. Nobody noter. knows what Senior Cosby looks like. But are right. you saying he's white for us by us? Hey, maybe he's got a black wife <laughs> for us by us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> And this is serious. No humor. Oh, I know. Yeah. Right. It's called Cosbos. Cosbios. Cosbios. <laughs> Cosbios. 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 That could be played in with Senor Cosby. Done. Sold. Dios Cosbios. Dios Cosbios. All right. <clears throat> the year is 1916. The world is at war. And a young man. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's hard to read out the phone, but it's not too deep in. Uh, and I don't like that. It's gravelly. All right. The year is 1916. The world is at war, and young men are being sent to die by the millions. Among them is one. Hey, soldier. You new to the trench? Yeah. Straight from Philly to the front lines. Fresh meat. What's your name, kid? Private Cosby. Private William Cosby. Nice to meet you, Cosby. I'm Rock. Scientist Rock Gray. The rock is short for rocket, rocket scientist. And let me tell you, bub, as a scientist, I think these crowds are working on something new, something bad. I don't know. I hope you're wrong. I got a new baby on the way. Oh, yeah. Well, that's going to make you a senior. Senior Bill Cosby. Pew, pew. Guess is... I didn't decide guest on. Uh... <laughs> Gas is coming, gas is coming. Anybody dry? Gaston, it can get you wet. 
Get out of here, you French prostitute! Get your mask on, Cosby! Is it mustard gas? I don't think so. Take over! Rigagoo-goo, rigagoo-goo. Check yon gas. We're gonna... S oh, wait. I had it down. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I got it now. Rigagoo-goo, rigagoo-goo. Check yon gas. We're gonna send you to the future. Whip crack goes the futury gas. <laughs> oh. What happens to a man that's missed out on the last 100 years? Hey, Belle! Get some clothes on, would you? Where am I? Watch some TV, you crazy kook! TV? Try across the street! Flat screen! TV store! What? More breaking news in the Bill Cosby sex assault scandal. Yet one more sexy 80s penthouse playmate has come forward with an allegation. L little Bill? My little boy's son! No! Can a man from the past save a son he never knew? You can't be Senior Cosby! He died in the trench in 1916! I came here in a Techion gas, which you invented. It's your son, Cosby. Something has been done to your son. Now if we can get this Tachyon gas cooled down to 88 degrees, then maybe we have a chance to send you back home. But this almanac says that this is the hottest year on record. Save the thermometer. Save the thermometer. Next Tuesday is gonna rain. Save the clock. I mean, save the thermometer. It works! Oh my god, it works! With Cuba Gooding Jr. as Senior Cosby. Oops, doctor. Senor Cosby, I'd like you to meet your son, Bill Cosby Jr. With Michael B. Jordan as Bill Cosby. So you're saying that I should treat women with respect, Dad? With Akfile's own man Dacroyd as Rock Gray. Senor, don't understand. Pow used the gas, and he's after your son. And Jack Black as Pow Henry. I forget how I did it. <laughs> Women are objects and you should drug their latte. Find out why. It not only takes a village to raise a child, but it also takes time. With special appearance from Carl Sagan and his manservant Jefferson. <clears throat> Senor, now that you know some of the secrets of the universe, I'd like to give you something. Jefferson? Here's your pie, senor! Uh, Cosbios. Dios Cosbios. This summer, rated R. I forgot to assign a bunch of parts, huh? <laughs> Doctor, Clock Tower Woman, Bill Cosby Jr. <laughs> the oh, actual no. Bill Cosby? No. So, uh, wait, so, so the Rigagoogoo was... I should treat... The Rigagoogoo, the te first one was based on, um... Wonder Boy. Oh, that yeah. was the first one, but then the second what one was the second one was uh, I think it was City Hall. Women are objects, and you should drug their latte. No, I don't know what it is. I forget which one. That's a hell of a song. I should have put a note. <laughs> I should have put a <laughs> C. <laughs> All right. I think that was one take. Can C, you believe C, it? Rapey Hotsey songy. It's only after all this practice and rehearsal oh, we'll just, that yeah. we're getting these down in one takes. Now. And the voices on these, the three of us. <laughs> Perfect. Oh! <laughs> was Christopher Lloyd in the room? Ooh, Get what? out of here, Chris. <laughs>
Get out of here, you Lloyd! You famous prostitute! <laughs> It's all by myself. Noah was looking. Transformer! 